Welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. All right, here's another episode of the Warrior Mindset Podcast. Again, I'm here with Heather. Hey, Gene. What's up? What's happening? Back to part two. Uh, before we get going, check out our sponsors, Strike Force Energy Drink and Tactic Calories. I used some of those bad boys on the old Christmas dinner. Ooh. <laughs> it was good. So if you buy some stuff and check out, use Warrior Mindset, and you'll get yourself a Warrior Mindset discount. All right, let's get on with it. We're doing The Way of the Seal. We're going to be working through our chapters. That's what Heather and I are working on, a little project. Um, so we're on Chapter 2, or Principle 2. He doesn't call them chapters. He calls them principles. I like it. Which is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, Principle slash Chapter 2, Develop Front Sight Focus. Now, this is um, – I kind of dig this one. This has really helped me personally. Um I guess the concept here with this chapter is uh, keeping the macro and micro in focus. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Balance Um, of the two. and Yeah. Sort of like uh, if you're working on a really big, giant project and you think about the whole really big, giant project at one time, you're probably not going to make it through. Yeah. Micro goals, right? That's what he'd like to talk about. Yep. What is one of the first things that hits you about this concept? I think... For me, um, breaking it down, like you mentioned, you have a, a. If you think about, you know, these soldiers going into a war, and they think about the hundreds of targets that they need to take down, that's a very overwhelming thing. The same thing as you know, getting ready for a bodybuilding show, getting ready for your black belt test. Right. If you think about everything you need to accomplish at one time, it's overwhelming. It's very overwhelming. So. Knowing what your end game is, but being able to break that down and do one thing at a time is going to get you to to your bigger goal. Right. Now, this is sort of like standard Instagram inspiration crap. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like a, sure. it's a fable about it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. pretty simple, but it's not easy to do. Right. I mean, and how many times have you seen people just kind of fall apart like just fall apart because the the stuff that they're dealing with seems so big all the time yeah i mean i've done that <laughs> yeah i have too i've done that yeah uh and you know i'm getting ready getting mm-hmm. ready uh i don't know by the time this one comes out i'll probably be through it yeah pass or fail but i'm getting ready for my second degree black belt test and we started with two three four of us uh, a year ago getting ready and now there's only two of us Mm-hmm. So the weeding out process has weeded out 50% of the candidates, I guess. Yeah. Well, the candidate pool wasn't that large, but still hey. 50% is 50%. Yeah. Um, and I, I have talked to them both, and I absolutely feel like it's a result of being overwhelmed from mm-hmm. the enormity of the task. 
the ultimate task at the end, right? Yeah. Because there's a lot of things we do mm-hmm. that leads up to one big thing. And if you mm-hmm. just think about all of that stuff and that whole year's worth of stuff, it seems like it's too much stuff to get done in a year. Mm-hmm. But it can be done. That requires planning. Right. Right. <laughs> so you just wake up and be like, you know, we talked about this. Let's do it. Yesterday when we were rucking. Yeah. You see this like awesome half mile or half marathon ruck like mm-hmm. tomorrow you're like oh shit I, just, I don't have time to train for that because we you know right. we didn't know about it but right. um about planning and i think also that once you formulate a habit and you know your goal you have it broken down in steps you know you didn't just go walk into your black belt test like tomorrow and just do it yeah, right you're ready you've been preparing for a year to mm-hmm. do this um so I think going through that, having that mindset, you know, what we call, ki- you know, ki- Kaizen, right? Yeah. 1% better every day. Yep. Doing one thing at a time. I think right. that what that also does is it trains your body, it trains your mind that when you are under pressure, you can operate to your best of your ability. Right. Right. So you, you're preparing over that course of a year going to the black belt test. You've been pushing yourself every day. Mm-hmm. So when you're in the middle and you're mm-hmm. exhausted, you haven't slept for 48 hours, you can still operate and function. That's right. That's how it works. That's how it works. And that's, we see that a lot. Uh, you know, we, we coach people and something as simple as uh, losing weight, right? Mm-hmm. Folks will, will make a little plan for like a month, yeah. like 30 days, and they'll do some stuff. And then they fall apart, right? Yeah. They can't maintain that because they're... Their mindset and their goals were only for a short period of time instead of, mm-hmm. like you're suggesting, training for the rest of your life. Right. Right. So if you are always, like if you are looking at just doing something for a month, right, that's mm-hmm. 30 days, and one of those days is bad, right, that's a large, per, larger percentage of the, over, the the amount of stuff that you're trying to get done. Actually doing But yeah. if you're, you're, you know, your trajectory is over the course of, 30 years and you mess up one day isn't it really that much compared to the overall 30 years yeah right so if you're training every day you're getting better just a little bit every day that shit adds up mm-hmm. right and you're probably going to have more success after a year than you are that person that's sort of like doing these little sprints mm-hmm. you know stepping it up falling off stepping it up falling off stepping it up falling off that's not really going to help you as opposed to just just slowly starting slow and building and building and building mm-hmm. and building Three years later, mm-hmm. you've come a pretty damn long way versus yeah. that person that's quit after a month. Yeah. And I think something to that is a lot of people, they they see us train and, you know, they think, I you know, we go hardcore every day. And, you know, really, a lot of days I'm just going through the motions, but I'm getting it done. Right. You're, You're just doing it. Yeah. And that, that's where I think, you know, yeah. these Instagram posts are like, crush the workout you know i'm pring every day no <laughs> you're not <laughs> that doesn't happen you're not a machine you know you, some days i'm like shit i do not want to do this mm-hmm. but i do it because i know that tomorrow i would regret it and it's not going to get me to my long-term goal mm-hmm. and going through the motions is better than going through zero absolutely <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of what i was yeah like, it, that's why if you just yeah. drop off whatever the hell it is it doesn't have to be you know, physical fitness, but you just stop. Yeah. Zero is zero. Just do something. Yeah. A little bit Anything. is more than zero. Anything. It's, yeah. That's crazy. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't, we can talk about that all day. People we don't can. get it. That's, uh, that's a different, uh, 
a different podcast. That's Seriously. one of my biggest pet peeves for sure. So uh, let's see. This is the second page in here. I'm going to read a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Maintaining a front sight focus has a calming and confidence-building effect. A SEAL, he's, he's a retired SEAL, so that's what he's talking about. A SEAL knows he must simply engage one target at a time and not shift focus until he's dispatched that target. SEALs don't like to waste ammo. We try to make each round count. We mm. talk about war, but that's mm-hmm. important even outside of shooting guns at people. Mm-hmm. Um, this is far more effective than trying to engage multiple targets or worry about them all at the same time. That's right on. Oh, yeah. And I can't tell you how many times I've been in the middle of a super long workout or a run. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't run marathons, but I've done half. I've done a black belt test that takes three days. If I'm worried about the whole 72 hours, or if I'm you know, an hour in and I'm worried about what everyone's going to think a week after I'm done with this thing, I'm never going to make it through, right? It's yeah. one thing at a time. Like when you're running and you're dying, it's like you just think 20 yards at a time. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. Yeah. You could probably crush it without even worrying about it, but... It would still suck for me. Yeah, for me, it's, it's, all, it's all relative. Really it's all relative. Yeah, I mean, and you have those moments, and I've I've had those moments where I misjudge a workout, and like for instance, tomorrow we're going to do Colin, and mm-hmm. uh, there was one time we did it. I think the second time we did it, I thought it was only like four rounds or five rounds. Oh yeah, and like I busted ass yeah, that yeah, last yeah, round. Yeah. I'm like, shit, I got another round. So. The little sneaky extra rounds in those hero workouts. Yeah, and though though there there are definitely times where, in prepping for something or going through a big project, you know, running a campaign, getting ready for a show, mm-hmm. doing a big project, where you'll have those moments like, shit, I still got like six months to go, and I've yeah, been working on this for a year. Why you know? am I doing this? Right. So <laughs> you have you have those little check ins, and well, I've had those. To me, I think that's, I think those are important to make sure that you are front side focused, that you you remember what your big goal is. Right. What's your reason behind it? Your why, that's chapter one. That's chapter one. <laughs> Go, this is a great foundation. It all builds it goes, on it. It goes right back to, you know, you're distracted. Yeah. So he had, yeah. did I interrupt you? Uh, he no. has a section here, uh, I guess little subsections break this down. So front sight focus, uh, the Navy SEAL way through a four-pronged approach. Prepare your mind, envision your goal, define the mission, and simplify the battlefield. Mm-hmm. That is some good shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first off, prepare your mind, right? Mm-hmm. That is, um, mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of us don't practice that. I think a lot of people don't. I mean, I know mm-hmm. I don't all the time, and I totally should be, but like, you think about a workout, you know, we, we're CrossFitters, I guess. Uh, you're going to do a hero wad or you're going to do a big run or whatever. How many times have you not actually prepared yourself? You know, how many times have you gone into a meeting at work? And, it, you know, not, not a little one where you're just talking to your, your counterpart about whatever. I mean, like one where you're talking to your boss or you're talking yeah. to a client. Yeah. When was the last time you actually prepared going into that thing? Mm-hmm. Right. I know I... That I messed that up myself. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, he's got some stuff about breathing and mm-hmm. everything, and I think that relates a lot to uh, physical performance, mm-hmm. maybe more so than you know the mental aspects yeah. of negotiating or whatever. But mm-hmm. maybe not. Yeah, we talked about this last time too. How 
especially in Western civilization, we he talks about box breathing, meditation, how we we don't harness the power of our mind. I think that's what he's probably referring to here. Um, there's a quote in here from The Art of War. Victorious warriors win first in their minds and then go to war. Defeated warriors go to war first, then seek to win. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, wing it. Yeah. I mean, we, we do that. I mean, there's, of course, there's some of that. There's a bit of, yeah. of um, as you go through your life and you have successes, like even in a workout, if you crushed like four of the workouts that week, that fifth one might wing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But you're like, eh, I'm just going to see what happens. Yeah. Um, but there's a difference between, you know, working out, training versus competing. You know, let's say you were competing. You don't really want to wing it. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they, even in the NFL or whatever, they, they, they plan those things. They definitely do in battles. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times I've done it in business when I've gone into a meeting with a client or whatever, a sales thing. I mean, big ones I have where I've had to present. Yeah slideshows and things like that um you have to prepare you have to make the damn slideshow but mm-hmm. uh you know i don't know there's definitely some value there mm-hmm. i definitely need to do that more often and it's also controlling your mind is the hardest thing to do oh yeah so preparing your mind i think is having complete control so when you're distracted when you see indulgences possibly want to quit your mind is you mm-hmm. train us you're like oh hell no yeah i'm not gonna quit no you don't quit <laughs> just don't quit <laughs> right uh all right so yeah. uh, envision your goal these kind of go together i think um mm-hmm. the preparing your mind part is in the envision your goal but mm-hmm. um i you know one of the chapter headings is see it believe it make it happen yeah and um uh, so i I actually do this a lot. I'm not trying to be Miyagi here or anything, but like I do a lot of visualization. I don't know. Do you do any of that? Yeah. So definitely give me some detail. Wow. Um, It can be simple. It doesn't, like I said, it doesn't have to be fancy. No, I mean, you know, running, I'm go back to running for office. Mm -hmm. It's taking a lot of time, a lot of my time right now, but I have to be able to envision myself in that role and I mm-hmm. literally I am when I'm out talking to people I've already helped a ton of people I am acting as if I'm already elected official and right um, I make sure I walk on the crosswalks <laughs> you know I <laughs> little things like that where you know right. you being the best law-abiding citizen you could possibly be helping your neighbors mm-hmm. all those things I am already trying to be because I want to be the best public servant I could possibly be. Got you. So I'm I'm envisioning it, and I'm trying to embody it as much as I possibly can now. Right. Sort of walk the walk before you yeah. get in there. Yeah. That's important. Mm-hmm. Um, I do it a lot. Um, you know, I do martial arts. So mm-hmm. uh, I do it a lot before I will have to be uh, sort of called upon to perform. Yeah. I guess, you, you know, when you're working out, you're doing a CrossFit workout or whatever, you're not really performing because you don't really have an audience. Maybe your coach, but your coach isn't necessarily, yeah. I hope. I mean, maybe you need to check your gym out if your coach is, like, being really judgmental of you. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, grading you or something. But uh, maybe that's what you're paying for. But, um, you know, a lot of times 
I'll be performing something and I mm. am being judged. Yeah. Um, so definitely before I step out on the floor, I will go through it in my mind. Yeah. And a lot of my practice right now, getting ready for this test, is l- literally, um, I don't want to say meditating, but I think that's what it is. Oh, yeah. Ultimately, it's just sitting quietly and thinking through mm-hmm. in my mind, trying to play those mm-hmm. movements mm-hmm. or whatever they are through. Yeah. Um, and it definitely helps. Definitely 100% yeah. helps when you get out there and actually doing it because mm-hmm. you can... Oftentimes, I find myself doing the thing, but in my brain, I'm actually like two steps ahead. That's right. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. And um, it's like any sport. You know, I'm playing volleyball in college. An hour before we get to the to the field house or whatever, mm-hmm. we're you know on the bus driving to the to the game or tournament, and an hour before, no one's talking. Hmm. Everyone has their headphones in. No one's saying a word. Because we're getting ready to freaking win. And cool. we're all, we all have our own things, you know. Right. And for me, it was listening to Neptunes or whatever CD I had at the time. <laughs> and, um, and just getting into the zone. And when I didn't do that, you, again, going back to the front side, front side focus, when you practice that, Volleyball is a very, I played volleyball and it's a very, very quick sport. Yeah, and if you like think it. you're late, huh. it's already too late. You get a ball coming at your head 70 miles an hour. Yeah, that's if fast. you think about, oh, I need to stop this ball, you're, you're, you're toast. <laughs> and that's happened plenty of people. Makes sense. Plenty of people before. So, <clears throat> again, with volleyball, like you have to be in that moment, but you've had to have trained your mind, trained your body to act the way you need it to. Right, because you, it's a team sport, so you can't just be in the moment for yourself. You have to be in the moment Absolutely. and also know what the heck everybody else is doing. The other five people in the court are doing. Right. Because by you taking that ball and you ramming it in, you can knock your partner out. <laughs> you know, so right. it's all a, core, a choreographed sport um, within like a 30-square-foot box. And um, <laughs> and it's a... Uh, it requires you to have control over your mind and then to have visualized it prior to, huh. you know, going up for that block. Okay, if I see that person's, like, I would go in my in my mind, close my eyes, but okay, if I see the setter, her hips turn like this. Mm-hmm. It's all about certain positions. So I know she tend because we would watch tape too. So we would watch tape and see, okay, if she turns her hips like this, She's going to set it back behind her, which means the middle hitter is going to go to the right side and do a slide shot, which typically cuts down. the. So we would know exactly where the ball was going to go. Interesting. So it's like, you know, football or whatever. Yeah. But well, way quicker. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't stop, right? It doesn't stop. I mean, unless you stop it. Right. Okay. Simplify the battlefield is, a, is a, mm. the third, I guess, section. Mm-hmm. Simple can be harder than complex. You have to work hard to get your thinking clean to make it simple, but it's worth it in the end because once you get there, you can move mountains. That's Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Um, simplify the battlefield. So that is mm-hmm. uh, really hard to do. Um, you know. So I guess we're talking about all this fitness and fighting and volleyball mm-hmm. and SEAL stuff and everything. My um, What I've done for a living for the past 20 years is I've actually been a web designer. So... Um, I know things about visual design, and I know that simply mm. making things simple is really hard. Yes, 
um, and it requires a good amount of engineering and thinking and planning to make mm-hmm. something simple. People see things that are simple. They see things like that are minimal. Yeah. And they assume it's easy. Yeah. Like, like my, the something that always really takes me off is is you'll see like a Rothko painting. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and if you're listening, you don't know who Rothko is. Look him up. But he's the guy who just does like a big field of color. And often you'll see his work and somebody will say, well, damn, I could have done that. Right. And it's not that easy. Mm-hmm. You know, the things that are into that art are not as simple as you think they are. You know, it's not something you can just go back home and put some paint on a canvas and call yourself Rothko. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a lot more to it. There's a lot to making things simple. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, are Take, you're running for office. I mean, how are you working on simplifying things? I mean, that's got to be a lot of moving parts yeah. or gearing up to be a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. You definitely don't want that to get out of hand and have a bunch of shit that you can't control. I mean, what are, what are some tactics that maybe you're thinking through? Um, I'd say for the campaign, even my day job, I'm an IT project manager, so I have, I'm working on these huge year-long projects. Right, which blows my mind, first of all. A software project takes more than a year. It's kind of, like, crazy. but Yeah, we're, we're dealing with, like, good luck. customers <laughs> who have, like, you know, 70,000 employees. Right. So it's kind of crazy. But um, the office stuff is I've actually have gotten pretty good at eliminating clutter only because I completely trust my team. And this is not just me doing this Um, I have an amazing team and for me they know what my goal should be and that's knocking doors raising money and they pretty much you know with me we like touch base once a week and then I have my daily to do's so it's all about again planning it out okay plan like I know what I'm gonna be doing probably for the next three months it's on my calendar I know what I'm gonna do it what I'm not you know right I have every single minute of my day mapped out at this point um, but planning takes work. It does. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I sit with my campaign manager and we'll talk for a couple hours and map out every single how to utilize my time to the best of my because being the candidate, you know, I need to be I need to utilize my time very very widely. Right. I do work a full time job. Right. Yeah. I run a business. You yeah. know, it's a lot of stuff. You do dumb shit with me. I do dumb stuff with you. Yeah. Which I know, and I. That's one thing, you know, I was warned by a few people, like, well, you're going to have to give up working out as much as you do. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. because yeah. that's the principle yeah. I'm running on is that you take care of yourself. You constantly every day try to improve. I will always, unless something catastrophic happens in my life, um, always live by the principles I preach. Well, why wouldn't you? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why, but... Uh, you know, I live by these <laughs> principles I read in a book, and then when and I don't want I, to, I stop. I just I don't yeah. know how to operate any other way. Right. Um, looking back, there have been a few times where I've bailed on workouts or things like that, but it's been like I have pneumonia. <laughs> yeah. I dropped a washing machine on my I ankle. Have, uh, you uh, know, there's yeah, I have stitches. I have stitches, <laughs> yeah. which literally happened. Yeah. Um, yeah, you kind got, of off topic. You have but to keep your word. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, I don't know where that came up, but anyway. But no, that that is no. It's it's directly related to this because if you're not honest with yourself, none of this works. No. Right, and that would be we could literally. I haven't we haven't even done any of the other chapters, but I can guarantee that like 
that is a constant in all of these chapters that if you're not uh, setting a trajectory for yourself a goal or you, know, you want to live a certain way and then you're not honest with yourself when you stray from that mm-hmm. you're never going to do it yeah. you have to be honest with yourself and I think most people aren't yeah I know when the going gets tough for me and a lot of things I can start to count like the lies that I'm telling myself mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah. It's what we do. It's what we do as human beings. We, yeah. we do we that. Rationalize we we compensate for sure. things. Yeah, you rationalize yep. your decision. Maybe you did something shitty to somebody. And yep. then you start saying, well, they were kind of an asshole. You know, I remember all these things they did to me. They were probably an asshole. It's like, it doesn't really matter. Right. You were an asshole too, you know. Yeah. Or maybe you're making all the other shit up. I don't know. But yeah, you got to be honest with yourself. So it is directly related yeah. in IMHO. Uh, all right, so declutter your environment. I don't mm-hmm. know that that was one of the ones from the, yeah, that was the, the old last list. One. Simplify the battlefield. Yeah, so uh, it's kind of related, I guess. You're very much like this. You're, uh, you're de- very orderly. Yeah, you try to be, right? That's sort of the it's, Kaizen yeah. approach, right, is to work on removing mm-hmm. things. But that, that also ties into minimalism. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not a minimalist. Right, by any stretch of the mean. I no, have so much shit in my house. <laughs> but you're very organized. Try to be. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not in every aspect, but yeah. you know, I know where I'm not you know, and I accept it. You know? mm-hmm. I think that's sort of part mm-hmm. of not failing in life, right? Is, yeah. I mean, you may not be perfect in a certain area. I know I'm not, like, mm-hmm. I'm not as organized with you know, certain things in my personal life than I should be, but I know that. Mm-hmm. Right. I accept it. Well, yeah, you, I'm not yeah. going to like argue with you that I sh- that I am, because it's not. It's not going to get us anywhere. You know. That's one reason why I like a a tidy house. I just to walk into like a place, or an office, or whatever, and there's just shit everywhere. That just to me, that's a direct reflection of what's in your in your head. Um, so that's the first thing is that you know that that physical space and he talks about environment but then also commitments like we talked about our schedules and how crazy they are mm-hmm. um it takes saying no he has in your life you're gonna learn how to say no <laughs> you're gonna learn how to yeah, it's hard to do um you're gonna learn how to um prioritize your commitments mm-hmm. um and what's absolutely important in order to get the get the job done mm-hmm. and then your internal state and again i think that just goes back to controlling your mind and not letting bull crap get into your head. And right. also, he talks about, you know, making it simple. You know, I think being a business owner or, you know, y'all talk about in your podcast a lot, you know, our members will watch you you all work out, work, watch us work out. And they right. think it's just, it just happened overnight. Right. I'm like, no. Like, four years ago, I couldn't do a, a push-up or a pull-up without, like, three bands. Right. Like this not this did not happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Um so but that took complete, you know, laser focus and um not letting things get in your way. Takes commitment. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um all right. So he has a couple of exercises. Ooh, yeah. That I've actually done a lot of these. Um so first time I read this book, I just kind of read those <laughs> And then I've gone back and read in more of the detail. But there's a couple of things that I, I want to talk through and mm-hmm. make sure, get your your opinion on some of these. So um, I guess he, he's got this, I don't even know what the hell it is, it's Sentinel at the Gate, whatever. But the part two I really like, um, direct. This mm-hmm. direct 
um, process, uh, direct your mind, right? So mm -hmm. detect, interdict, redirect, and energize. Um, there's a lot of different ways to slice this. Um, and the military is really good at coming up with different things. What are those? Anagrams? Is that what that is? Oh. D-I-R-E-C. Where? Where are you looking at? Uh, communicate, train. Uh, let's see, page 53. Yeah, 53. Bling, bling. You remember those little books when you were a kid that had like Sentinel. the tape that went along with it? And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of, um, like I said, the military has a lot of, they, they really love to come up with these things that stand for something, mm -hmm. you know, it's like helpful to remember. Um, you don't have to do, I mean, this isn't like a, necessarily a process. Um, <laughs> you have to follow it to a T each time. But the concept is there. Um, this concept of a sentinel, right? So, and, and I think we can get into this, but I think what it's getting at is getting yourself out of your own head, right? Get your head out of your ass, right? Because oftentimes you're trying to do something that may be a little scary. Your head is up your butt. See, <laughs> we were talking about the right before we walked into this podcast. So we're, true. We're talking about the things you're worrying about. You're scared. You're thinking about what everybody else is going to think about you if you don't make it. Yeah. Thinking about what happens if I hurt myself or what happens if I lose money on this thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. You have to get out of your own mind mm -hmm. and think about it objectively. And this concept mm -hmm. of a sentinel, you can use whatever term you I kind of dig the sentinel thing. So it's like a third person. It's mm -hmm. you, but it's a third person that you sort of become this character, this external thing. And you look at what you're trying to do, right? And he has this process of mm -hmm. detect, interdict, redirect, energize, communicate, and train. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, the SEALs are a team. So they have a lot of team-based communication they have to do. If you're just working by yourself, maybe there's no external communication you have to do. But the detecting, yeah. um, interdict, and redirect, and energize. So, mm -hmm. oh my gosh. It's, it's cool. It's, yeah. what, what I like about this is that... Um, Man, I'll, I'll try to link this up. So I, I posted, this will come out later in the Facebook uh, group. But there's a great article on Medium about um, writing down your, uh, what's the word they used? Your lies, mm -hmm. right? So your excuses, yeah, writing down your excuses. So if you're having trouble with something, like you're ha you're, you've set a goal and you're like, this is not working, right? Let's dig in further. Let's say you are... Your goal is to get in the gym more. That's just the easy one, right? Trying to get in the gym more. It's a common problem. You want to get in there five days a week. Mm-hmm. Three weeks go by. You've only been in there twice, like twice a week or maybe twice the whole time. Mm -hmm. So what this, this article and this concept, and this will apply to that too, is you literally take a, some paper mm -hmm. and you write down the excuses that you're telling yourself. Mm -hmm. When you say, oh, it's you know 8 o'clock, i got to go to the gym. Something comes up. What is that? Mm -hmm. you, you came up with some reason why you can't do it. What is that? Write that down. Mm -hmm. And then after a couple of weeks, you will see what your pattern is. And you can begin to work with that. Now, again, that only works if you're being honest with yourself. But yeah, I find that I've not done that. I really want to do that. <laughs> you know what I find really interesting? And I'm not going to discredit. There's a huge industry on helping people like write down their lot, like redirect their mind. Like, Oh yeah. All many, these self-help 
things. The little journals you can buy. On journals Amazon you can buy for like fifty dollars mm-hmm. that are leather bound that'll mm-hmm. make you feel good mm-hmm. that you're putting some. I just, I wish that they didn't take your money. <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I like, I know what you're saying by wanting to do that. I'd be curious. I would like to do that too, just to fine tune mm-hmm. myself. Right. Just do it. Like I, that's where I. <laughs> if you just start, like right. all these, and I know that this is what we're trying to right. do, but like, they make so much money off of people just not doing it. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> just do it. Pay for a gym membership. Buy yourself a gym membership to Workhorse Fitness and come. Guarantee you're going to get fit. You're going to lose weight. You're going to feel better about yourself. It'll work. You'll look good naked. All these, all the things that come with it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I digress, but I just, I just, it just hit my mind. Like talking about all these things and like people spend so much money on a secret bullet and what he is breaking down. Yeah. There's no secret bullet is it's just doing the work. And right, I think right. With, uh, yeah, none of this book works unless you do the work. Right. And none the, of these these, these five things, I, I, this to me, just this um, Sentinel is, I just see people overthink. They think that thinking is going to change something. Right. How often do we see that? Oh, my gosh. You just have to take the step and like, do it. Like, just do it. Yeah. Just, it may be wrong, but, but action is right. And that's yeah, we, the same thing as. We open with that. Like 1% is better than zero. Yes. That's the whole concept. It, it's full circle. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. You're I, so right. I, you're so right. I, well, I mean, it's amazing. How, Don't the, let them take your money. I mean, there's a whole, there's a whole, like, there's a whole CrossFit argument, right? Where, like, uh, it's why CrossFitters, the, you know, the boxes hate the big, the big box gyms, right? Yeah. Because, you know, you take something like a, a I don't want to name names, but, you know, your standard. Ten dollar a month Globo Gym Globo Gym membership down you know Purple Gym down the road. They're right? going to be slammed in a week. Right, but but they don't want you in there working out. No, their business model. If all of their members came in at one time, there would be twenty times more people that could actually use the equipment because their business model is based on the fact that you're not actually going to do it, mm-hmm. but you will continue to pay the fee to feel good about yourself paying a fee to a gym. Mm-hmm. They've scientifically tested and figured out the right amount to charge you to keep you from not coming in but also to keep you from canceling not the quitting. show. <laughs> Absolutely. That there's a reason for that. Yeah. Because people can't do what you're saying. Don't give those people your money either. Right, right. Unless you're like extremely already disciplined <laughs> and you don't need a trainer which is like 1%. Right. There's very few people. You know, I could do that because I've done body, like, I'm right. very disciplined. I would go do right. it. And I did before I found my right. my gym. Um, but all these things to detect, interdetect, redirect, energize. I do think that if you do these things consistently, mm-hmm. even on, like, on a very small scale, again, it goes back to literally training your mind so that when you're in the middle of something, a, a heated moment or something comes up at work or you know right your deadline just got pushed up by like absolutely 48 hours you're what not you, freaking out you're right, like right all right this is my plan this is what i gotta do mm-hmm. and you drill it down you get the job done mm-hmm. it, it it i think a lot of this stuff um a lot of his book is trying to get you to be self-aware mm-hmm. right it, yeah. you know it begins there yeah um it begins with just doing something. But I guess the second step would be try to become self-aware, right? Mm-hmm. Have a little humility. Try to become self-aware. So the, the, this concept of detect and interdict, 
right? Mm-hmm. If you are having that negative thought, you have to be self-aware enough to pick up on it, right? You have to you have to feel. That's what the journaling thing, I guess, which I find interesting, is to kind of find what that pattern is for mm-hmm. you, for where those negative thoughts come from. When you see that negative thought, when you you get that feeling or whatever it is, you mm-hmm. got to start to become aware of it um, enough to then do the other things, you know, mm-hmm. redirect. So take that negative thought, fill it with something else. Maybe it's yeah. the thing that you're trying to do. You're feeling that negative thought. No, we're going to fill it with working out or fill it with not eating or fill it with sitting down and doing your taxes, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's other parts energizing, which is, you know, then giving it positive reinforcement. Mm-hmm. Sort of training yourself to become yeah, you, self-aware. Yeah, you energize those positive choices that you made. And I see a lot with people is, like I said, they, they'll do this type of thing for a week or two, and then it's just, like, completely off. I see a lot of people, they're either, yeah. they're either completely on or, or off. completely off. Right. And I'm bipolar like, there. Yeah, I was like, man, you need to be, like, Steady. Is it bipolar or schizophrenic? I don't know. I don't know. Probably both. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you've got to. It's better to not be like peak. Yeah, you can't operate like of the that. Time, it's and then eighty percent of the time yeah. you're down. It's yeah. better to be like middle peak ninety mm-hmm. percent of the time. Yeah, or eighty percent, whatever high percentage you can. Much more success that way. I yeah, mean, that's just straight up economics and yeah, you know. Maintain the Health. course. There's yeah. a time where you'll need to, um, yeah, pick to it perform up. and yeah, pick, it up. Like pick it up. Like you got, you know, a ball coming towards your face. And and we all have to sleep. Yeah, we all have to go home and sleep. <laughs> right. It's cool. Sleep. <laughs> yeah. Your mental health is important. Go take a day off. You know, yeah. whatever you got to do. Watch something stupid on Netflix. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. Don't do it all the time. Right. Um. So, uh, not the too far, but I do. Uh, yeah, we're right at the end here. So. Um, some of these visualization techniques um, mm-hmm. in how to sort of get in the brain space to uh, be able to utilize some of those techniques. Um, one of the ones he has here um, is a mind gym. I, I kind of dig this. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got another one, Stillwater Runs Deep, which we can get into later. But mm-hmm. the mind gym is cool. Um, he, he, it's almost step by step, but it's just a few paragraphs. But this concept of like, let's say, uh, like in my case, the only thing I know how to talk about is what's in my brain. So I'm doing martial arts. I'm doing kata, right? So when I visualize that, I need to visualize it the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, sort of like think of it uh, like from a video game, like a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what? Like when you let's say you were playing volleyball and you were visualizing yourself out there on the, the court, like doing something awesome. Mm-hmm. Every time you did it, was it different? It wasn't like a different angle. It was from the same perspective, right? Is it like from inside of your brain, outside of your eyes, or is it like third person watching people on the court doing it? Was it you know mm. like the ESPN view? You know. Like, what was that? And then doing that the same way over and over yeah, can really help you slip in and out of that yeah. visualization mode. I think it's one of the steps of his building a mind gym is that yeah. if you're going to start practicing, you know, visualizing your workout or visualizing going in and talking mm-hmm. in front of a crowd or whatever it is, make sure it's the same way every time in your mind. Yeah. Well, for me, I, I actually, like, you're going to do a big lift, like a heavy squat clean. Mm-hmm. 
I I kind of go both. Like I one first, I feel it. Like I'm in my own person, mm-hmm. and I go up to the bar, shins touch, back up straight, come down, and grab. You know, mm-hmm. I visually go through it, and then I also I also see myself on the outside at the same time. Is that? It's crazy. It's kind no, of it's crazy. Not crazy. No, but it's, I see. It can be however you need it to be. I see all the things. And same with with volleyball going up for a block or you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, Heather, turn that, turn that right hand in, turn that because you don't turn your right hand in, the ball's going to ricochet. So, and in my head, I'm looking up and I'm seeing my hands. I see the ball coming, and then it goes straight down, which is what I want. Um. So I would be looking at my own hands. But then I'd also be looking at the the setter or the hitter sure. and watching their shoulders and hips and you know reading, right? Reading it. So you can then expect that later, right? Like, oh, there it was. It yeah. was in my brain yeah. twenty minutes ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, I mean, everybody's different, but I guess the, his point here is to try to cultivate um, something that's mm-hmm. consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you especially if you've never visualized things before. Yeah. I mean, everyone has. They're doing yeah. it on purpose here. You're doing yeah. it with with purpose, um, mm-hmm. as a practice, is to kind of come up with a place where you do this, yeah. right? No, that's a good point. I mean, and in those examples, we're talking about very specific, in like mm-hmm. a lift takes what three seconds, right? To me, and I really did this before I, you know, started running this campaign. I, I'm like, okay, what is my life going to look like? Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of person I want to be. So if you're struggling to be committed to a gym or eat well or go for that, build that business that you want to build, thinking it, closing your eyes and literally, okay, Heather, what does it look like for you to be to be this? Yeah. You know, like I'm the person who gets up at six o'clock in the morning and goes to the gym. I come home and make myself a great breakfast. I tell my husband I love him. Mm-hmm. You know, Whatever you you do those things. You mm-hmm. in your head you just go you visualize it, and it's pretty cool sometimes to think like, oh, I could just I could just do that tomorrow. Yeah, you can do it every day. You can do it. You have you a, have you have a, a choice. You, you have, have a, you've written yourself a script for your own movie. That's right. That and now you, you just are go execute com- in complete control of it. Mm-hmm. In most cases, there are of course sure outside things right but like if you're a fireman or something you gotta like do whatever the hell they call yeah. you to do when they call you but even then yeah you can still visualize what that looks like when the shit hits the fan i hope you are <laughs> i'm so i'm sure they are i'm sure they are too um okay so uh last little bit here keep it simple smarty <laughs> i've always heard it as keep it simple stupid i guess he's being nice um it's sort of like a build-up right so uh he's got like three faces here right mm-hmm. so um which is like a roadmap on how to simplify right so you start with something small like declutter your workspace mm-hmm. right like go clean your desk you know then clean your room that you sleep in then go clean the kitchen and go clean the house right and then like the next level was to like start cleaning up the way you do things every day mm-hmm. like you're talking about like literally have that little script. And these are the things that I get done every day. Mm-hmm. And they happen no matter what. Yep. Um, and then a, a big a big part of the SEAL mindset is always sort of reviewing. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's he's big on um, doing it and then reviewing your, your 
your performance over that week or month or whatever. And then being honest with yourself and then adjusting, which I think ultimately for all of us, that's the thing that's going to help the most. Yeah. Finally, leading up to, you know, the, the part that we're all after, which is like the life, right? So start with your desk <laughs> and then build up to um, eliminating that unwanted relationship. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. a big jump. Um, you know, you start with your making your bed in the morning, but it builds up to paying off that debt. Mm-hmm. Right, because you're doing that. Like, if you're saying, like, look, I'm trying to pay off this debt, that means I'm going to make a sandwich for myself every day. Yeah. So get up, make that sandwich. Yep. Don't spend that money. Yep. Put that money towards your debt. Mm-hmm. That's part of that process of simplifying things. And it simplifies it because you know you're going to make a sandwich every day. <laughs> you yeah, know, you do it. <laughs> you know you're going to buy the stuff to make that sandwich and have it ready to go. Right. You know what I mean? You're going to get up the day before and it's going to be ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know, boom. As opposed to winging it, which is like, ah, oh, I got to pay off all this debt. How am I going to do that? Well, maybe I'll make a sandwich. I didn't buy any groceries though, so I have to eat out and then yeah. just waste your money. Oh yeah. crap! I yeah, I didn't buy groceries yesterday. Well, I guess I'm not saving this week. Yeah, it's. That's yeah. not that's not how you that's do it. That's not how that works. It's not gonna. It's never gonna work. You're gonna have ups and downs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the emotional part is is huge, and I think it goes back to what we touched on earlier was caring what people one what they think about you. That's one mm-hmm. part. Um, and then forgiving others, and even it doesn't have to be. You don't have to sit down with that person. And be like, look, I forgive you. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. <laughs> But in your head, you're like, you know what, Todd? You, you know what, Todd? Yeah. Yeah, let it go. I forgive you. Yeah. Because you know what? It's not worth my headspace. No. It's just not. If you're care, yeah, that, that's part of not being, not yeah. having a simplified brain space. Like right. Like, if you're carrying that around, mm-hmm. you're carrying that grudge around, you're carrying that, whether you were wronged or not, you're still carrying yeah. it around. That person or that thing or that yeah. instance, it's still controlling you. Yeah. And that sucks. Totally. That, I, that's I the see, kind of shit that pisses me off. I see that happen all the time. Yeah. And it could be like little things. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> like, it just go. let it go. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you got to let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I let everything in this campaign bother me, I would oh, be man. crippled. And you've seen me. I've been win. upset one time, mm-hmm. and I was really upset mm-hmm. about something particular. But otherwise... I've learned a ton. I, if I was really concerned about every little thing mm-hmm. the other person was doing, you, I wouldn't be yeah. sleeping at night. Yeah, you but can't do that. I don't give. I don't. And honestly, I truthfully don't care. If you and I know you don't, you're not thinking of this way. But if you were thinking of it in an adversarial way mm-hmm. with you and the person you're running against, mm-hmm. he wants you, mm-hmm. or they, she, he, them, whatever it wants mm-hmm. you, worrying about them all the time. Oh, yeah. They want you thinking about them 24-7. They want part of your strategy to be considering what they're eating for breakfast. Yeah. They want that. You want that. Like, that means you're winning. It means you're getting in their head, right? Sure, sure. You can't do that. You have to. I'm not. And that's where you talk about my team. They do that for me. Okay. That's that's interesting. um, Again, I'm probably sharing too much, but... I don't see any emails. I don't see any social. I have right. no idea what's going on. Right. I'm just doing what I have to do. Right. I don't worry about anything else. And that's the same thing as like a workout going mm-hmm. into, like you can always go back to, mm-hmm. I mean, 
to working out, to sports, to life. Like you right. can be concerned what other people are doing and you have to, you know, basically you're going into war, I'm air quoting here. Mm-hmm. You have to know what you're getting stuff into. You have to even know your, your enemy in quotes um, in order to have a strategy, right? Mm-hmm. But, and I know that to a very high level and I know there's things going on that they are aware of right. and privy to that I am not. Of course. And they share like probably 1% of the 100 things that they get every day. <laughs> and they're amazing. You should be thankful for that. I'm sure. I am so thankful. Because I literally do not know anything. And right. I don't really care. Yeah. I get you, man. I get and you. And I kind of love it. <laughs> because yeah. I just don't. And I'm just doing my thing. And... Mm-hmm. um I think that makes me a better candidate and um, because I'm not, I'm trying to help the people in the district and by me doing that, I can't, I would not be able to operate if I was worrying about that. How could you? It's, we we talked about this in the, um, the, the gym podcast, workforce podcast, uh, being a good, um, being a good athlete, right? Let the coach worry about coaching and strategy mm-hmm. if you are performing mm-hmm. and you're worrying about coaching this other person or you're worrying mm-hmm. about the strategy mm-hmm. how the hell are you going to focus on the job that you have first of all you don't know that so let them do their job yeah that's, <laughs> you're that's paying what, us to what do that. they're there for <laughs> right let them do that and you do absolutely this thing. i have never run a campaign before what i do know though is what my constituents what i hear from them and how i can direct my platform and things like that and then I also know who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. So if, if something doesn't feel authentic to me, you whether it's an email, I'm like, right. no, we're not doing that. Yeah. Or I want it worded this way because I, this is, you know, I'm the face of this thing. So like I, it has to be authentic well, to in, me. At the end it is you. It <laughs> is me. Yeah. It's going to be doing the work. So, right. and they're, they're great and they're, they work with me on that. And, but I also trust them hundred percent. Well, you should. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm paying them to do it. Like, and they that's are, cool. they're great. I mean, it's, it takes having a team and that's what, you know, one person doesn't want a war, mm-hmm. you know, it takes a whole, mm-hmm. a whole team. And when you're surrounded by people that you 100% trust. Makes it easy. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, it makes it <laughs> it's easy. It's fun. It, it's fun. And yeah. it's, um. The first step to simplicity is trusting, I guess. Yeah. Or getting it yeah. to the home to the point where you can trust. Yeah. Making sure you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Designing your life. Yeah. It's the whole thing. Um, well, maybe there's some good lessons in this, this chapter for you. Totally. <laughs> they are for me. Yeah. Um, well, cool. This was fun. This was a uh, great time. We're going to hit chapter three soon. So Ooh, Bulletproof your mission. That's a cool one. So I, I think a lot of this is going to get more uh, tactical. Yeah. Um, it's a very tactical book in the end, which I'm excited for as well. Yeah. And maybe we can even tie in some experiments where we do some of this on other people out in the wild. Sounds good. (laughs) Follow through. All right. Until next time, catch you guys.